What's happening, y'all? This is Daryl with another Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast episode. Per usual, I am having a uh, a nice glass of whiskey this time. I haven't had wine in a while. I probably need to get a couple bottles for this quarantine. But yeah, this is Centauri Whiskey. Um, it is a Japanese brand. It's amazing. I mean, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal whiskey. Very scotch-like, but a bit smoother. I definitely suggest it. It's the very end of the bottle, actually. This bottle has lasted me about four months. I've enjoyed it every glass that I've had. So I want to close it out with you all on this episode. Today, I'd like to talk about something that my cousin brought up um, this past week on a, a book club conversation or call that we had. So just to give you some background I have some cousins down in Atlanta, Georgia, or, you know, the the surrounding area. And when we were younger, we used to hang together every summer, every holiday. They would come up here from Georgia. For a bit of time, they lived in North Carolina, but moved back to Georgia. And so we had a, uh, on my mom's side, those were my closest first cousins. And... You know, you know how things go. As you get older, life happens. You don't communicate as much. You start to grow apart. But my cousin Tim, who is a year and a half or so older than me, hit me up beginning of last week and said, hey, I'm having or I'm, I'm starting a book club during this season of quarantine. And I was hoping, you know, you would want to be a part of it. And so I said, yeah, sure. I'll pick the book up and read it. And he was like, well, I already have the e-version. I can send it to you. And from there, you know, we can discuss. I said, cool, no problem. Got the book. It was a pretty good book, quick read. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? And I strongly recommend it for anyone who is trying to find their way in life, who is suffering with changes, which I think all of us are right now. Um, or not, not necessarily suffering with changes, but trying to figure out how to approach the changes that, that come and navigate that, that whole situation. Great book. But without getting too far into the book, before the, the book club talk, Tim sent everyone a list of nine questions. And those questions set the foundation for the conversation, but... The cheese essentially in the book is the goal. So whatever your goals are in life. And because everyone on the call was a black millennial, we were able to have conversations about issues that collectively affect the impact or affect the black community and say, do we need a collective cheese? And this was a great conversation. I really appreciated the perspectives of everyone on the line, be it um, one of the gentlemen, Justin, he was in the communications field, um, works for T-Mobile, I believe. And I hadn't met most of these people outside of my family. They're all Tim's friends or family. But yeah, uh, my cousin, Makia, works in the healthcare field. She's a nurse. My cousin, Jasmine, is a teacher. Um, Makia's husband is an entrepreneur. I didn't catch what Jasmine's husband does, but he was on the call as well. Tim works in the finance industry. And then me, myself, I'm in the, the nonprofit realm. So we had an array of people from across the spectrum who were black and had different things to offer. 
And that's where the topic of this this episode comes from. This episode is called Unison versus Harmony. Now, when we were uh, younger, Tim was in the band. He was in the high school band. He was in college band. Very instrumental brother or musical brother. Um, he's a musical brother who's instrumental in my in shaping my thought process for this this podcast episode. But yeah, so Tim once we posed the question of should black people have a collective cheese. Tim made a very very strong point, and he said, "Should we be in unison?" Or in harmony. Because from a musical's perspective, if we're in unison and we're all singing on the same note and we are all working to hit that perfect pitch, we're going to sound good because we all have that same sound. But imagine if every instrument and every singer sounded the exact same. How much could we accomplish? Would, would there really be beauty in the music that was put out? If everything worked in unison, you would have the same note from every instrument and there would be no variety. Matter of fact, if everything was in unison minus the percussion, it wouldn't really be music as much as it, it would be just consistent noise. But working in harmony when everyone has the notes that they're supposed to hit and the inflection that they need and the pitch that they need, when everyone has their own strengths and brings them together, that's when you have something beautiful. Now, let's translate that to the black community. Matter of fact, let's translate it to those people who are on the call and the fields that we're in. We as black people have a goal to progress in society. And so... You have Makia, the nurse, the healthcare worker, the doctor, whomever is in that field and in that lane. Guess what? They know what kind of policy policy should be set up for the healthcare field. You have Jasmine. She's an educator, be it a third grade teacher or a college professor. They know what kind of teaching and education processes need to go into place so that or be put into place so that students can operate at the highest and most effective level possible. Okay, then you have Tim. Tim is in finance. Tim knows the best way to save money, or maybe not the best way, but he knows a bunch of best practices that will get people in a better financial position so that they can build economic power. You have myself working in the political nonprofit sector. I'm able to say, hey, this is how these government systems should work together so that they can best serve the people, the country, and the world. You have Doug. Doug is an entrepreneur. Doug is saying, hey, as an entrepreneur, these are the things that you can put into place. This is the system that will allow you to progress as a business owner in America, be it a small business or eventually a large corporation. You have Justin, who is in communications. And Justin is saying, hey, maybe if you put these two systems together or these two applications together, you can achieve X, Y, and Z. Whereas if you just use application one, you can only achieve outcome X. So that right there is, is harmony. 
versus if everyone worked in politics, then we would only have political progress, but political progress without the money or without the health or without the education isn't worth anything. So yeah, Tim brought up that great, great point. And I, I appreciate him because we have to stop thinking that we all have to move the same way to achieve a collective goal. The collective goal for me, in my opinion, is that black people succeed in all aspects of life, be it musically, um, artistically, visual arts, athletically, business, education, health, spiritually. We need to stop worrying about working in unison and instead work toward unified harmony. What strengths do you bring to the table? How can we create a coalition that allows those strengths to best serve our community while serving your family or your organization? These are the things that really, really matter. And the way Tim put it was so monumental because I never thought of it from the perspective of music. And we all love music. So I will pull up an example. And this has hit me off the top of my head, but it makes sense. Uh, it's an example that we all have grown to love. All right, so found what I'm looking for. It just came up with off the top of my head, but it makes sense. So y'all hear this, right? You hear the piano. You hear the violin. You hear sounds like the I believe it's the bass. Mm-hmm. Like these instruments are moving in harmony to create beautiful music. If they were to move in unison, you would hear the bass, the violin, and the keys doing this in different in their own instruments. You hear and you would miss the you would miss that because they were moving in unison as opposed to harmony this is what the community should look like the community should look like Still Dre off of the 2001 album if the community does not look like that, we are not making music. If we are not making music, we are not making progress. If we are not making progress, we are stuck in 1868. Being stuck in 1868 as black people puts us nowhere. We can't afford to do that. So I, I say all that to say we really have to think on a bigger scale about what we bring to the table. And we have to seek out and cultivate things in people that we don't think they are supposed to, or gifts in people. We have to cultivate the gifts in people that we don't think they're supposed to have, that society tells us black people don't do. You know, black people aren't NASA engineers, and black people aren't oil tycoons, and Black people should only be doing community work because community work is all that matters. No, everything that you do is community work if it's working in harmony with other black organizations. If you are building up our community, you can be a 
pharmaceutical representative for your own company. And guess what? You are serving the community as long as it's being done ethically. Um, so often we, we box our people in so that we can't move in harmony. If everybody wants to be a basketball player, then guess what? Only so many of us are going to make it. If only so many of us make it, then that reduces the amount of economic power we have in the community because 25 people are going for one slot or not even 25 people, 2,500 people are going for one slot in the NBA. How much sense does that make? None. But guess what? What if one person goes to the NBA and one person becomes a rapper and one person becomes a neurosurgeon and one person becomes a tech guru and another person decides, hey, I want to own a chain of gas stations and I would like to own my own sanitation service and I want to own a tow truck company. Then we have the diversity in our community. And when we do that, we own our community. When we own our community, guess what happens? We don't have to go and beg to any other community for the resources that we need. Shoot, black bankers. Why in Durham is there only mechanics and farmers bank? You know why? Because we left mechanics and farmers and decided we wanted to go to Wachovia, which then turned into Wells Fargo. We wanted to go to Bank of America. We wanted to go to all these other places and we took our money out of the black banks and now we have one and it has two branches in its hometown of Durham. That's a shame, but that's our fault because we didn't know that in order to move in unison, excuse me, in order to move in harmony, we had to support those in our harmonious group. If, if I am in SWV and we're recording a track and I decide, hey, cool, I'm in this singing group and I can sing, but I'm going to sing the lyrics from In Vogue's song while SWV is recording an SWV song, that song is going to sound like trash. We have to be singing the same song in harmony. We can't sing different songs in harmony or it's not harmony. I, I feel like Tim put it extremely, extremely simply, but it was profound. And we have to understand that in our community, we've got to move in that way. And if we fail to, I don't see how we can succeed at the level that we should be. And I'm not saying we need to try to succeed at the white man's level. No, we need to have our own level of success, our own standard of success. And then guess what? We're not competing with them. We're competing with ourselves. Um, so, yeah, what do you bring to the table? Really, that, that's my charge to everyone listening to this over the next week or so. A couple things. What do you bring to the table? Are you a great orator? Are you a phenomenal writer? Do you have graphic design experience or aspirations to develop graphic design experience? Do you know how to teach people to invest? Are you really good with building things and using your hands? Can you grow food as if God touched your hand and allowed you to put it directly into the ground with his hands? What are you good at? That's that's challenge one. Sit down and write that out. Write out what you're good at over the next week. And then from there, I challenge you the week after, write down 
who in your circle is good at doing what? Is someone great at building LinkedIn profiles, uh, working on resumes? Is there a great mixologist in your crew who could open their own bar but never had the resources to do it? Do you have a friend who's good at doing nails, doing hair? Um, is someone in your community really passionate about teaching kids, not in a traditional sense, but teaching them self-worth and, and character? These are the things that we have to think about next because, okay, we know what we're good at, but if we don't know what those who we're connected with are good at, what good is that? You can't move in harmony by yourself. Then thirdly, I the week after that, I really challenge you to bring those people together. And yeah, right now I get it. We can't be in the same room or we shouldn't be. I really hope you're not getting in the same room with people that you don't live with right now unless it's completely necessary. Um, but get together with them on a Zoom call or a Skype call or um, just a, a regular phone call. But have take a moment to start planning out next steps on how you can build harmony within your community. And with that harmony, you can really make some changes. And this is one thing I do not like people doing. Don't count any other black people out. So Ray Ray on the street corner, right? He bangs, he's a crip. And so you don't think he should have opportunity at developing the community. But guess what? Ray Ray obviously has the leadership skills that were never tapped into in a positive way. And so he joined the Crips because, hey, I don't have another option. Present Ray Ray with another option. Say, Ray Ray, I see a lot of leadership potential in you. I just think you got to do it in a way that is legitimate. So, Ray Ray, I would really like for you to come and work with me on this project for the community. Ray Ray, I want to throw a block party for the kids where we say there will be no gang violence here at this party. There will be no drug dealing. This is the neighborhood's block party. This is the work for the neighborhood, and I want you to lead it. And to do that, you have to humble yourself and go to your rivals and say, hey, guys, this week we're not doing any of that nonsense. We're going to set an example for the young people so that they can have it better than we do because we don't want them to feel that they don't have opportunities to. Start cultivating things in people that they didn't see in themselves because you saw it first. You saw it. You build it up. You empower this person. And then what can they do to us? Do you know that if we own our own stores and we have a, a supply in our own communities, we don't have to leave. And so when there is a huge rush for toilet paper and we have to go 10 miles away outside of our communities to get it and we're too late to get it. When, when we own our own stuff, we don't have to worry about that because people can come into the neighborhood store and buy from Mr. Johnson's corner store. And he, they, and Mr. Johnson's not going to price gouge. We've got to start taking control of our communities. We've got to start empowering one another. We've got to figure out what resources we have at our own disposal. I was speaking with um, the national president of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, and he banks at, at um, mechanics and farmers just like I do. 
And so he and I were talking one day. We walked into the bank. I bumped into him. Um, if you don't know, I'm a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated as well. 06 to the good bros. But um, President Ward and I talked, and he said that he banks at Mechanics and Farmers Bank because his father did. And his father was an entrepreneur. And white banks would not ever help him make uh, his payroll if they were short that week. But mechanics and farmers did. I don't care what you say. Historically and presently, it has been proven time after time in studies that white banks are less likely to give loans to black customers. But guess what? If we own our own banks, the chances are much lower that we won't give money to our own people. And I'm sure that if I take money from someone in my community, I'm going to be more likely to pay it back because I don't want them talking junk about me at church on Sunday. How are we moving in harmony, people? That's my question. Are we working together or are we working against each other for the common good of a system that doesn't really care about us? So, yeah, that's it. Um, I will see you again next week. Same time, same place. Oh, by the way, before we uh, hop off, if you are listening to this on Spotify or on the website and you have an iPhone, been wanting to subscribe, but aren't able to because we're not on Apple Music, we are now. Last week, I resubmitted my content. They accepted it. I tried to do that at the beginning. They didn't accept it for whatever reason. I think I had a glitch in my system. But here we are. We are on Apple Music. We're on Spotify. And we are on narrowpodcast.com. So, yeah, thank you all for the support. It means a lot. I've been my listens have been going up lately and maybe it's because of the quarantine and people having more time on their hands. But I appreciate you. I hope that you subscribe. I look forward to fielding any questions. If you have suggestions about podcast episodes that you would like to see me uh, speak on, just let me know, you know, shoot me the topic. You can send it to me at narrowpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-A-R-R period O period W period podcast at gmail.com. Narratives over wine and whiskey. So, yeah, thank you all again. Keep rocking with me and figure out how you can go from moving in unison to moving in harmony.